everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and today we are talking about the designing of a journal page, the page layout, the whole concept that goes around that, behind that, through that, thinking through that. This is something that every junk journaler, uh, everybody who creates junk journals will experience. Uh, looking at a page, a, a devastatingly blank page, and deciding what to do with it. Well, number one, the easiest thing to do is leave the page blank because it can be used for whatever the person who owns the journal would like to do with it. They could write on it, draw on it, uh, attach things to it, uh, uh, tuck things in it. They can uh, paperclip things to it, favorite tickets to a show, uh, maybe a love note from their their, their romantic partner. Uh, there's so many fun things that can be done with a blank page. But let's explore a little deeper. Let's go beyond the blank page and let's see what kind of fun we can have. And I think this is my personal place I love to live in uh, thinking about things we can do with blank pages. What can we do? What, how can we play with them? How many different things can we think of to do with a blank page? Well, you're only limited to your imagination here. The world is your oyster. You can create with reckless abandon and just have fun. Now, first of all, are you working with pages that have already been assembled? Or are you working freeform where you're decorating all your pages ahead of time and then assembling your book? Now, if you decorate all your pages ahead of time and then assemble the book, you do have a little more free reign because if you don't like your page, you can just yank, you know, toss it away and not include it in your journal. If you've already uh, attached your pages together, you can still remove a page that just needs to be torn or cut out, but um, it will, you know, it's a little bit more difficult because you can't add that page back as easily. You can still, you can cut apart the signature and just um, add another page back and re-sew it back in. It's not the worst thing in the world. I've done it. It can be done, but let's just say your book is already assembled and you are designing things as you go. And every time you turn a page, there it is again, the blank page, you're looking at it. And uh, so what I did was I, you know, this was way back when, when I was first making journals, I created some lists. I just thought lists were my answer. I was going to make these master lists. And every time I faced a blank page and it was looking back at me going, ha ha, I'm going to stay blank and there's nothing you can do about it. I was going to grab my mighty lists and I was going to say, aha, I have my mighty lists. I have things I can do to you. So let me uh, give you an, hello, Holly. Hi. Yes, I'm, I am uh, doing a podcast. There's hi from Holly, everybody. Uh, he's my African gray parrot who loves to chime in when I'm talking. And uh, so anyway, my um, I have one list. It's called Page Types. Yeah, it was a very deep title. I thought that would be a good title. So I know uh, I actually wrote it on an old wedding invitation here. And let's see what I wrote. This was a while ago. Uh, now it's uh, numbered 1 through 36. And I'll just read some of these and they can give you ideas of what I was thinking. Now, since this time, I have added a bushel full of more ideas, um, but I have uh, not exp uh, done videos on all of them, but it's like there's so many ideas that are coming, it's almost hard to keep track of them anymore. But okay, let's just go through a few of these. Number one, collage. This is a beautiful technique that you can do on any blank page that is staring at you in the face. Basically, you just tear up little pieces of paper 
and then you glue them down onto the blank page. You can cover the entire page. You can go around the borders. You can spot collage here and there. You could do collage clusters in four different corners. I mean, there's so many different things you can do with collage. Uh, you can do collage on a flip out. And, uh, you know, just, you know, like I said, there's so many things. So let's go on. Number two, you can do a pocket page. This is probably the most classic level up from the blank page in the junk journal world. It's the classic pocket. It's glued down on three sides and you tuck something into it. You can just put the pocket that you've designed on the page and not tuck anything into it. Or you can go ahead and stuff that little puppy with something amazing that you just feel needs to be handed down or passed on in that journal. You can stuff that little pocket with old ephemera, old papers from olden times. You can put pictures or photos or um, handwritten notes, or you can tuck book pages in there or quotes or poems. I mean, there's just so many things you can tuck in these little pockets. It's, it's endless. And, and that's the joy of it. You're not limited to anything. Uh, bookmarks you can stick in there. Okay. So next going from the pocket page, number three is the classic tuck page. Now we have a tuck page. Uh, a tuck um, is a two it's like an L. You put the glue on the L. So you have a two-sided glued down thing that it looks like it can be a triangle. It can be a square. It can be a circle. It can be a, a long rectangle. It doesn't matter what shape it is, but basically it's glued on well, t- one or two sides, I would say. Classically, two sides. Uh, it can also be glued just on one side, so you can tuck papers and things like that in there. We have something called a corner tuck, which would be an L-shaped glue mark on it. You'd glue it into the classically bottom corner, but you can also glue them on the top corners. We are not restricted in the junk journal world. We can create with reckless abandon and glue our tucks anywhere we like. You can put a tuck right in the middle of a page. You can put a tuck um, on the right side of the page, the left side of the page, the top, the bottom, the corners, anywhere you like. Um, you have complete freedom here and it's a lot of fun. So as we're moving up the evolutionary scale here, uh, number four I put is the, and these are in no particular order. This just happens to be the way I wrote them down about three years ago. Uh, number four was envelope flip out. Yes, you can do an envelope flip out. And basically you are gluing an envelope maybe decorated, maybe not, totally up to you, but you can glue it onto the page, the whole back of the envelope glued onto the page, or you can just glue the flap and have the envelope flip out to make the page bigger. Uh, and you can tuck things in the envelope. You can cut the side of the envelope off and, uh, you know, have different entrances to your envelope. You can turn the envelope into a pocket. I mean, there's a million things that you can do, but the flip out concept is something that takes your standard size page and makes it bigger than it was before. Maybe it's not an envelope. Maybe it's just another piece of paper folded in half that you've glued down and you use that concept to open up and expand the writing space or drawing space or journaling space, whatever have you. Uh, so the next one would be uh, number five, huh? draw with stickles. Uh, this is something that I love to do on blank pages. Uh, it's just kind of freeform art. I like to draw flowers and na- nature scenes with stickles. Stickles is 
uh, liquid glitter glue that comes in a tiny bottle with a tiny tip so that's very easy to draw with and these drawings can be very simplistic they don't they could also be very elaborate I tend to do very simplistic drawings they're fun they're quick uh, the thing is you have to set aside your book to let it dry after I also use liquid pearls and nouveau drops and other things I you know markers and pencils and pens and, and watercolor also you can use to draw um, pictures uh, of course there's all drawing time involved here stuff needs to be put aside to dry and uh, sometimes that can uh, slow things down for you so I recommend doing those when you're getting near the end of your crafting session so you're comfortable letting it dry okay so the next thing we're moving on to is number six the note paper page. Now this page, I, I really have a lot of fun with little note papers. Uh, you know how you get those, um, those little, uh, you know, things to write notes on their little pads. And sometimes they have cute sayings or little pictures and uh, maybe they're like grocery list note pads or, uh, you know, post-it notepads or something along that size. Um, a lot of them have gorgeous little images on them. And sometimes I like to color those, uh, either coffee dyeing them or spritzing some spray dyes on them, doing something to make them look a little bit different, maybe uh, burnishing the edges, uh, inking the edges, antiquing the edges with some inks. That's always fun to do. But then what you can do is maybe take a collection of maybe three or four of these little note papers and fold them up in different ways and glue them all like individual little islands on a page and that way they're almost like little doors that people open and you can open them up and uh, they have it expands the writing space it's a little bit different than a flip um, these uh, are all like individual little secret uh, uh, deposits of information that somebody could write down a lot of fun uh, and you can just depending on how you fold them whether you do accordion or you do barn door or saloon door or closet doors or however you decide to design the fold it's completely up to you I think a nice random smattering on the page is fun for the person to explore I like to give them a little indication of where the the door opens on the note paper uh, and that's fun to do all right so let's do number what are we up to number eight stenciling this is a wonderful way to address a blank page it's a lot of fun stencils are generally inexpensive you can easily make your own stencils. You can uh, take any piece of cardstock or cardboard or chipboard and just, uh, uh, you, if you have any paper punches, you can punch shapes out or you can cut shapes out with your scissors. Uh, you can, uh, you know, put little shapes down, draw them out, and then use your craft knife to cut them out. You can put some packing tape over your uh, piece of cardboard or chipboard, and that way it will extend the life of your stencil. Uh, you can also buy stencils inexpensively on eBay. And uh, you can buy stencil packs and things like that, and they last a very long time. And uh, you don't have to be a superb artist. Anybody can use stencils. And I recommend that you try using more than one color in your stencils. It really enlivens the page and, and takes it to new depths and new creativity. You can have a lot of fun with that. You may stencil just one side of the page, or you may stencil a trim or a border around your page. And then you may decide to leave the middle blank, or you may like to put a picture or a poem or something in the middle. I mean, there's a million things that you can do with a stenciled page, but stenciling is a beautiful option and it's a fun thing to do. And it's always a good idea to have a nice little set of stencils with you, uh, whether you make them or you buy them, it doesn't matter, but it's a good uh, tool to have in your arsenal. 
And number nine are sentiments. Oh, these are so much fun. If you haven't explored sentiments, I highly recommend that you do this. Uh, if you, if you enjoy the written word, there are a lot of books Uh, such as Chicken Soup for the Soul, books of poems, books of quotes, famous quotes. You'll find these in a lot of the thrift store or, or the used stores. And you'll find like maybe like one or two liners. Um, jokes. I mean, jokes would be another wonderful thing to uh, tear out. Uh, uh, horoscopes, fortune cookie inserts. I mean, things that have little tiny print on them that are cute and interesting to read sentiments, uh, you know, uh, like uh, happy thoughts. I mean, you can Google these on the internet and just find tons and tons of them. And then you can um, gather them and put them on a, a page and print them out. And then you can just tear them apart at will. You can make them different colors. You can uh, ink their edges. And then you could actually do Uh, a page of just maybe uh, four or five or six different quotes or sentiments. You can put some pictures or illustrations on the page and then nestle the sentiments around the picture. Or you can just have a, an occasional sentiment or a quote pop up throughout your journal, maybe every three or four or four or five pages. Voila, there's another sentiment. It gives the person something to focus on, maybe trigger a thought for them, a uh, mind stimulus to get them in their creative spirit, uh, shake them loose a little bit and get them having some fun too. So number 10. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And is what to do with the blank page. The belly band. We love the belly band. The belly band is fun and easy to make. The belly band is basically like a belt. I like to think about it as a belt. I don't know why we don't call it a belt. It should be a belt. Uh, but you can put it horizontally across your page. You can put it from top to bottom. It's basically a strip of paper, a little bit stronger so that it can handle some bulk being tucked behind it. And you can tuck your ephemera and embellishments and all your, uh, you know, book pages and all sorts of goodies and, you know, secrets behind the belly band. And the belly band And, uh, may be decorated. It may have sentiments. It may have a uh, pretty scrapbook paper. It may have liquid pearls and stickles and, and pieces of fiber and fabric and yarn. And, and you, there's 101 ways to make a belly band. You can even go diagonal with your belly bands. That's right. Uh, from one corner to the other and belly bands can be fabric. They can be lace. They, they don't, they can be, um, Uh, snippets, you know, the fabric strip where you've uh, uh, glued or sewn little pieces of material uh, together. And uh, it looks like a belt basically from the seventies. And uh, you can add that. So there are so many things you can do. And I've just realized that um, we're not going to get through 36 of these in one trip. So we may have to break this particular session down into several sessions. So we may just do that because I've got a bajillion ideas here and I just want to share everything with you guys. I just, I just want to, I just want to dump the mother load because I think the more um, we get the information out there and we share ideas and stuff, the more we can all build better mousetraps. There's my little dingleberry over there. Hi, Holly. Yes, I hear your little dingleberry. Yes. And, uh, So uh, that's why I'm just trying to get all this information out to you guys as much as I can. So let me give you a few more here. We'll see if we can make it to 15 in this episode. Okay, so 
number 11 is the side tuck. Well, we kind of addressed that already. We talked about the tuck page, but the side tuck is the one-sided, it's, it's only glued on one side, and you can attach the side tuck either to the left or the right side of your page. And uh, you can basically, it makes tucking in large items easier. So you can pick, let's say you have a nice piece of ledger paper that you really didn't want to destroy too much. You've maybe folded it in half, but you want to keep it pristine so that the person can look at it and read it. And maybe it's, you know, old and it has some interesting things on it. So you can tuck that into a side tuck. Uh, It just gives you a little bit more space to work on your page to allow for uh, larger pieces to be tucked in. So that's pretty much it with the side tuck. And number 12 is I call the newspaper ad page. Now, uh, I think this is fun. This kind of works like a sentiment page. But basically, hi Holly, you take any newspaper. It doesn't have to be an old newspaper, but it's really kind of cool if you use the old aged ones. Uh, but a newspaper, the classifieds are a lot of fun. And you take look look at the classifieds or look at advertisements and you cut them apart and use them as embellishments. And you can maybe put, you know, as many as you want on one single page. You maybe uh, do them completely uniform as if they were in little boxes or you may do them all, um, uh, you know, hilter, helter-skelter there like... Uh, uh, catty corner turned on angles, kind of catching the eye, a little bit of uh, diversity there, um, almost creating the movement as if there was movement on the page, showing the, uh, the, the ad swirling or turning. Kind of takes you down a, a time-lapsed historical uh, adventure. Uh, very fun. And the old newspapers tend to be more caramel in color, that beautiful uh, uh, caramel cocoa color. And it just looks lovely against a white page. So don't always be uh, fearing the white page. Sometimes the white page itself can give you beautiful essences of contrast. And that makes things pop and that then that draws the eye and the person gets sucked right into the magic that's happening right there. Then you can, if you choose to, you can go around and ink your your uh, borders of your page and everything will really be amplified. So uh, you can either ink your um, newspaper pieces or you can just leave them as is, totally up to you. Um, And you can do certain sections like maybe all for sales or maybe all employment uh, ads or, you know, uh, whatever you find interesting. Comics from the newspaper are also fun to add to your journals. Uh, Have a comic page. What a nice, fun, little, enlightening uh, page to uh, come across in a journal. How fun would that be? Okay, who are we up to? We are up to number 13, the fabric flip page. Oh, geez, I haven't done one of those in a while. I need to do that. I really need to look at this list again. This is a really good list. Um, Okay, so the fabric flip page. Yes, the fabric flip page. You can say that three times fast. The fabric flip page is basically uh, you're gluing uh, maybe a notepad or a little square piece of paper or several pieces of paper uh, uh, stapled together at the top of the thing. And then you you have uh, the top is covered in fabric. Now, maybe it's a piece of lace, which kind of lends uh, mystique or mystery to the page. So you can kind of see something showing through the lace, but you don't exactly know what it is until you actually lift up the lace and you reveal what is below. So it's the big reveal. And that's a big, exciting thing. 
So uh, there's a lot of fun things that you can do with fabric in a journal. And there are nice muslins and cottons that are very thin and they're very journal friendly, so they won't bulk up your journals too much. Uh, but they do add a lovely uh, different texture. Uh, so uh, when you can add fibers or textiles or things like that, I say go for it. Give it a try. See see if you like that sort of thing. Fabric flip, page, fabric flip pages are a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and we're heading up here. I think we're going to make it to number... F- okay, now we already talked about top and bottom corner tucks. I think we pretty much talked about tucks. Uh, yes, you can do caddy corner, corner tucks. So you have a bottom right tuck and an upper left tuck, and they would be shaped like corners. And, and you can put, tuck something like a big piece, like the upper right would tuck in the upper one, and the lower left part of it would tuck in the lower left tuck, and it can hold a big thing down. That's another fun thing to do. And 15, let's end on 15. 15 is the poem page. Sometimes your eyes need just a rest and you turn a page and I call this the awe versus the explore. The explore pages are pages where there are things to do, to open, to maybe write on, to do something, uh, to draw on, whatever it is. But the awe, A-W-E, the awe, as if we're in awe of the page, we're just resting on that page um, and we're enjoying what's on that page. And possibly... You might come across a very beautiful poem in a book. Maybe you want to tear that poem out and just glue the poem on the page. Maybe you want to ink the edges of that poem and have that poem pop off the page a little bit more. Maybe you want to put a piece of cheesecloth behind that poem to have a little bit of a textural contrast there. Maybe you want to have that poem tucked into a corner tuck. Uh, But poems are wonderful things to put on journal pages. People are already in book mode, so that's not that far from poem world. And sometimes it can take them on a very nice journey for inspiration. So I'm going to leave it at there. We made it up to 15. We will explore more of these together. And uh, I have more lists that I'd like to go over with you because I think these are just ideas sparkers for you. So I I just want you to know that uh, you're never going to be out of ideas. And if you feel like you're going to be out of ideas, there's ways to capture your ideas and not lose them. And writing lists of ideas that you can do uh, on your blank pages is a great way to start. Another great way to start is to check out the uh, my playlist on YouTube, which is the uh, journal page layout ideas. If you want to have some visual inspiration, uh, you can just run down that list and say, hey, I just need a fresh some idea for a page. Give me an idea. And there's some ideas for there, uh, there for you to explore. So take care, everyone. I hope you're having lots of crafty fun today. Make sure that uh, you're creating with reckless abandon. And always remember that fun can be simple. Have fun, and I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.